right, welcome to the Straight Red Card. Thank you for being here. This time I can actually see myself <laughs> on the show. And I can hear myself, and uh, that's awesome. So maybe this will go a little better than last time. Although I did have it a can, weird... It can only go better than last time. I had a weird sleeping schedule, Brett, today. So it was very <laughs> weird. Uh, I fell asleep last night at like 10.45 and woke up at 5 in the morning and was like, oh, I'm fresh as a daisy. Hmm. And then I did a bunch of work. And then at 3.30, I was just like, I'll just take a little nap here. And I woke mm -hmm. up at like 6.30. And I'm like, holy crap, the show's about to start. Mm. I am totally unprepared. <laughs> there you go. Got it right here. What? It's over. Unfortunately? What? The title of the show. U.S. Men's National Team uh, fans. Are we the baddies? I can't. I can't see it. All I can see is Yank Report, unfortunately. No, that's what he said. Our name of the video is that. Are we the baddies? Oh, you actually put that? Yes. Are you crazy? <laughs> Good God. Uh, but on. I know. It's I, funny. Thanks. It's thanks. Internet culture. Thank you, Sam, for providing us more material. Uh, again, you just. One of the best interviews. I mean, unfortunately, better than our interview with Jimmy, even though we did three whole segments with him. Mm -hmm. Um, but Jimmy, I think, is opening up, right? So I think he Yeah, he was we, lubed up on that fence, apparently. We we were one of his first, <laughs> you know, tastes of the independent interviews and uh for a long time that he had had done in a long while. And then we're like, no, all these other guys are good tips. And we gave him a list of the guys that were good. So I'm glad he was on Yank Report. That's mm -hmm. awesome. And I thought he was really frank in these, um, in that interview. So if you haven't checked that out, go to mm -hmm. Yank Report, although we're going to talk about it tonight. Oh, Chris Gary, 199 already. Thoughts on Yank Eden Ludes from mm -hmm. Portsmouth. You know, Chris, I'll be honest. I have not got a chance to see a single game, and I don't even know who Eden Ludes is. Which oh, is I, thought that was, I thought that was talking about Eden's Ludes. I didn't know if that was out on the internet or something like that. I've never heard of Eden Ludes. If that's a person, Chris, you got me, because I've got 365 names on my list, and that's just not one of them. Although Portsmouth aren't, you know, it's not like the top of the rung as far as okay. soccer goes anymore now when i was younger portsmouth were in the premier league but they haven't been back for some time but you know in the show we are going to talk about some of the things that jimmy said um during that interview that you know sometimes at the time when you're doing interview and his name is loads <laughs> it's not ludus <laughs> all right chris thanks um when you're doing an interview sometimes and somebody gives you an answer, you don't always have the time to process the whole what they said. Mm -hmm. um, and then you move on to the next question because, you know, not everything comes to the brain immediately, especially my brain. Sometimes I need some time to uh, process it, things. It, help, it, helps, it helps us when we're interviewing somebody that there's always one of us on top of it. Whereas, you know, with Sam, it's just him and, and him and Jimmy and then. Be yeah, great. Be great. I mean, I'm sure Sam does not drink before every one of his shows like we do. So he's just, just with us. <laughs> I mean, when I woke up at 630, that was one of my biggest concerns. How many drinks can I slam down before the show starts? So, mm. boom, it's it's been fixed. Um, do you want to start with some of the, the chunks of the video that we wanted to comment on? Or I know you did specifically. And then um, we'll 
I guess we'll take questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just got to pull it up now. So we need we need one of those technical difficulty symbols <laughs> to go up on the screen when these things happen. We are going to get better at this, folks. And I wish we had like a producer. You see all these other shows on YouTube; they actually have like a producer who does the show and they've got all that stuff lined up all the slides all the videos blah 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 um and we don't okay here we go right. let's put this no no it's an invalid file type <laughs> awesome yeah all right well, all right let's... we're gonna try this a different way hold on hold on hold on hold on it shouldn't be an invalid it should be completely valid. It's and, a screen uh, capture. Bam. And a bam. There we go. Capture. All right. We're going to do this a different way. Let's do it. Jimmy on toxic fans. No sound, though. No sound? No sound. <laughs> All right. We're going to try this again, guys. <laughs> Jimmy Christmas. System audio, let's share that. How about that? That might help. Yes. I appreciate all of you hanging in there with us. All right. Through third time, third time's a charm. Give me right. a thumbs up. No. Motherfucker. <laughs> Still no sound. Um, I did want to mention while we're working on this that Brendan Aronson went the full 90 and got an assist versus Bayern today. And I thought he looked spectacular. And if that's the kind of Brendan Aaron, I'm sure after that game, Byron were like, damn, maybe we should have gone after this kid. Uh, maybe we should go after this kid. So we'll see what happens there. But what a fantastic game uh, by Aronson and the whole, um, the whole Salzburg club going head to head with Byron and, you know, really performing just out of their out of their ball sacks. It was awesome to watch. And then um, Mark McKenzie did not play for Genk again today. What the hell is going on there with him? All right, here we go. Maybe. I want us to tiptoe into the waters of Arsenal Fan TV where it kind of started in that same way. Hey, we really love our team. But then they realized, ah, the algorithms work when we're more negative and we make more money and we get more views when we're negative. So you start to, and it's really, listen, I've been a part of it. It is very intoxicating when you start to get a lot of traction and you get a lot of engagement by being kind of an asshole and just saying snarky stuff all the time. And I just hope we still maintain that balance of some... Because so, the thing is, if you and I write with the Yank Report, if you write a nice balanced take and it's somewhat positive about... It doesn't get anywhere near the traction that it does if you go hot uh, and take a hot take. So that sucks. And, and, I, and I don't want us to lose that nuance and balance that I, that I think is really important, especially to fans that are just getting into the game, that the U.S. men's national team is a gateway drug into the bigger sport. All right, hold on. Almost felt like he was talking about us. <laughs> but I, I, think, I think once he got around to the intoxication and assholes, I mean, I feel like he pretty much was saying, it's totally those dudes over there. <laughs> no, I don't think he was talking about us. But because no. <laughs> I, when I think about it, I'm thinking about, you know, Sam is mostly a positive dude, right? Mm -hmm. So that comment, how could Sam get as big and as popular as he has? It's not just his production value. 
it is his takes as well and they're good takes and they're not always negative and in fact he gets criticized for not being a negative enough and yet his show is one of the biggest shows on soccer shows on youtube and then you got tact i guess tact can be a little snarky pete's not really that snarky i'm pete's just tells it like it is so i don't think anybody's really going i mean if i had an example of who's going out there and trying to get the negative clicks um maybe it happens on twitter so, brett is that so yeah I was, I was about to say generally speaking the, the toxicity that everybody talks about twitter. is usually social media in general not just twitter twitter i mean twitter is definitely a, 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 a you know shitstorm there of of toxicity if you will unquote. but that's just toxic i don't have I that's don't know, yeah. toxic across the board so he certainly sure. can't be talking about just Twitter, right? Thought no, he's talking no, about he, shows and articles. Yes, he is. He is talking about well, in that in that very scenario. He is talking about how shows that take a, a more of a negative spin on things generally will draw in more views than happy go lucky, and that's very that's very true. People love drama, despite the fact that they say they don't love drama. But I think I think the problem is that they're that they're over, we're kind of overlooking the issue here. It's not that we're just people are just out there to be toxic. They're it's like. Oh, I hate, hate Burhalter because he looks funny. But I mean, the issue is, is that we've gone uh, about a year and a half now. I mean, we had a little bit before uh, the beer bug, but we've gone a year and a half of games, and we've just been trying the same thing over and over and over again. And patience is waning, and that's the problem: is that people are like, "Oh, we'll give him a chance. He's gonna he's gonna change some things up." It doesn't happen. We keep calling the same people. We keep trying the same you know, square peg into a round hole. And eventually people get fed up with it and everything, all of a sudden everything's Burhalter out or hashtag Burhalter out. Um, we have all these negative videos because even if we win a game, sometimes the game is just ugly and not entertaining to watch. And there's still a lot of negatives behind it, even though we have a good result in the end. I mean, we uglied our way through the gold cup most of the way. Most I mean, we, <laughs> we won the gold cup. I think, uh, I think right. our, our second game, we won like 7-1. I think that was the only game that probably wasn't ugly. Yeah, and Mexico should, was okay. We, we should have. Anyhow, the point being is like when we won the Gold Cup, I don't remember putting out like a horrible headline. Like we won the Gold Cup, but we sucked. And we or we're lame or there are all these problems. I mean, we just put out the basic headline. And the take might have been newer, more nuanced than that. Obviously, game by game by game that we did. But I mean. Have we had a lot to be that happy about from the last year and a half? I mean, let me know. I mean, minus, there, minus the actual results, they're moments, and yeah. we 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 openly say, um, here are the good things. We um, when it's good, we say it's good. When it's not good, we say mm -hmm. it's not good. And I don't think that you and I worry one click about anybody being interested in the show or not i mean it'd be nice if they were but if they weren't we could live with that too we, uh, we, so. we welcome we welcome people to come onto our show and downvote us and write horrible horrible takes in our comment section yeah it all, it all counts to our algorithm we're fine with that <laughs> yeah we don't get a lot of kicks in the balls so i appreciate really that all tells you out there that um i know that sam pete and tack get a lot of hate mail we don't. I don't know why. I mean, it's great, though. I love it. <laughs> Someone calling a player trash is negative. Saying they shouldn't be on the team because of constant bad performances is not. Exactly, David. Yep. I don't think we've ever called a player here trash. 
No, ever. I think we've gone we've gone out of way to, we've gone out yeah. of our way to say Roldan, Legit, Zardis, even Acosta when he has bad games. We're, we go out of our way saying, hey, they've accomplished a lot more than I ever have or ever will, obviously. Well past mm. my prime. Um, so they're not, they're not garbage. We just we have better options, and that's that people are like, uh, you're being mean to the players. Uh Buddy's right. There are guys out there that call things tr- people trash, garbage. Um, well, I think it's almost a bit of hyperbole in the sense that, again, after a year's worth of calling in the same players that we all question, they're still being brought in. So it's just sort of like somebody's fed up with it. Like, yeah, he's, he's garbage. I get trash. It. I get I mean, it. I don't feel like going through the whole seven tweet spiel about how. Yeah, you know, Roldan had that nice play against Honduras that resulted in a goal, but... Uh, but that's one that's thing he's done. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like... And I know that he puts up, like, too many when he has the cap section and says too many <laughs> for, not for wrong. Roldan. It's completely fine. He's yeah. not calling them junk, and then, you know, he's going into the details about why the player isn't good. And um, it's never personal. We don't come on here. We call... Yeah, okay. We do. We've called Breck Shea the Llama, um, and we make up silly nicknames for certain players. But Woo-hoo. Wooly Mammoth. But it's none of it's malicious. It's all in good fun. I mean, even even your uh, the turd is you know just a joke. It's a joke. It's just, it was a filler, and uh, you know, a bit off a little motion, but <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. But I thought the things he said were they were turdy, so I just called him the turd. There we go. All right, let's move on to the next clip, unless we have more questions. <clears throat> nope, hold on. I don't think I shared properly. I was hoping we'd see some of the porn that you've recently recorded on there. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, um, while we're waiting, uh, Rangers and and uh, Sands defeated Reyna in Dortmund today. All right, go ahead. What an amazing game that was. I could tell a little bit that Johnny, Johnny B was uh, affected by it. And mainly because Bornstein, there was mm-hmm. a undercurrent of Johnny Bornstein is only with the team because he's Bob Bradley's guy. Bob Have Bradley drafted before? him at Chivas USA. Bob Bradley had a vested interest in, in getting him minutes or, or getting him better. And not to say that Johnny B didn't deserve it, but it just felt like, he was getting more opportunities than other guys that maybe had done more at that point in their careers or or were doing just as much as Johnny B to get those reps, get those minutes with the team. And then there maybe were performances where he didn't play particularly well, but then he'd still get rolled out. And I feel like he became a target not only for the fans, but also for some of the players who thought, this doesn't feel fair, right? It, it should be... It, in some ways, you feel like the U.S. or any national team should be a little bit more democratic. How are you? Man, you know what that moment reminded me of, Brett? It reminded mm-hmm. me of when Jimmy was on our show back in like 2012 or something like that. I don't know what year it was. And he just came out and said, Freddie Do, Adu is one of the laziest players I've ever played with or practiced with on the national team. He just thinks he deserves to be there and – you know, when we do our, our runs, he's always in last. Um, he's always just lollygagging around, joking with the coaches and whatever. And they let him get away with that. He's like, no, man, you got to work. 
you got to work. Jimmy was saying that back then. That was that kind of honesty about Jonathan Bornstein. Although we're talking about a player in Jonathan Bornstein that went on to play, have a long career in Mex Mexico before coming back here and playing for your fire. So it's not like he played in some lame league no, his whole career. Pretty, I was pretty harsh on Bornstein coming to play for the for Chicago, but I've warmed up to him again. I think he's done fine for you. I think I don't he's done think well, he, yeah. He's not the problem, that was nope. sure. Um, Epi oh, God. Casanova asks, uh, or says, Bornstein was really all we had at the, his position at the time, pretty much. Well, I guess we could have moved Beasley back there earlier, you know. I, I almost been... feel like we could probably call uh, Bornstein up Bornstein up now. But but you have to remember during that time. <laughs> left, yeah. back is, left back is always the spot we're hurting on, you know. But I think Beasley was injured a lot during that time period, too. So we really didn't have a whole lot of options. But do every man does every manager have their guys? Absolutely, they do. Sure. Uh, look at the team Bruce Arena is building right now at the Revolution. He got he brought in Legette. He knows Legette very well. Mm -hmm. He brought in Omar Gonzalez. What? Yeah. And who did he just get? Aldador. He is building a team he knows. That's what Bruce yeah, does. He's been doing a, this his whole career. That's a solid trio for any uh, any team in, in MLS. God, I mean, listen, that's the Rebs. We sure. wouldn't accept him doing that if he were the national team coach right oh. now, or maybe we would because I mean, we generally we we have we already have thirty three percent of that on the national team, Derek. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But what's another two right. players? He's right that everybody gets his guys the, the crazy thing is him talking about it that openly and saying yeah some of the guys are like what's he doing on this team you know he hasn't earned this and that happens on every team trust me it does it it might be you know something's gonna make john brooks extremely bitter going forward can you mm -hmm. only imagine he's playing at wolfsburg mm -hmm. in the bundesliga you gotta you better believe he's a little better there's no sure, way absolutely. there's no way around it and scally must feel the same way I'm sure there's going to be a little chip on Hoppy's shoulder going forward. I'm sure, you know, and those things can be helpful or hurtful. Um, you know, how many times did Dempsey get kicked off the first team at Fulham or sent to the bench? But every time they brought in a new manager, and yet he had to prove himself. Same all thing over happened. Again. Same thing happened to Michael Bradley in Europe. Every time he yes. had a new coach, new coach came in, more or less benched him, and he ended up working his way back in. Not yeah, benched, but it he was happened only gone for a game or two. That happened at Gladbach, and then he got like a handful of chances at Aston Villa, and they just threw him into the game, and he didn't do well, um, and he never played again. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, bitter bitterness is something that happens. There's no doubt about that. But yes, all managers well, have their favorites. It, this this just brings us back to the point that we talked about earlier, that even though we bring up. Roldan, Legit, and Zardis consistently. We, and some people bring up Acosta, and, and some people might bring up other players. But we, those three particularly, we bring up, and it's not because they're bad players. It's just we have better options. You know, we yep. talk about we talk about Peacock, we talk about Sargent, Scally, Brooks, uh, Busio, Tessman. I mean, go down the list. Yep. Luca De La Torre up until this last window. Oh yeah, we've been screaming so, about that for so, I don't know six months. So it's again, it's not, it's not, it's not a, uh, a hack and slash at the players, you know, it, it, you know, Bob's now it's now obviously it's Greg's, but Greg's favorite. It's not, a, it's not a hack at them by any means. 
they're still professional players. It's just we feel most most people feel there are better options out there. Because there are. <laughs> kind, of, kind of brings us into uh, a question we had that uh, la- of last segment, actually, um, last live stream. Um, but <laughs> as it turns out, Julio decided to uh, tag a straight red card on Twitter, which is, is, is another soccer specific account that hasn't been active since like 2012. His account? No, the uh, straight red at, at straight red card. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got a little underline thing going on. Yeah, straight underscore red, guys. Right. So let me pull up his uh, his tweet. All right, you see that? Yeah, you're going to have to read that. That's a little shaggy. Uh, Julio asks, why does Brooks Lennon, Mark McKenzie, Zardis, and Roldan get called over Scally, John Brooks, Hoppy, and Sargent? And then Greg doesn't get criticized for it heavily at straight red card. Yeah. What's the lollipop thing below that? Oh, I, I wrote uh, Bill Archer alluded to Greg is looking for a World Cup, uh, looking past the World Cup to an MLS career. Or perhaps Greg is on a higher level than the rest of us peasants. The world may never know. It's the uh, Tootsie Roll Pop commercial. Like, how many licks does it get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Pop? I know. I like that that one was made in the 70s and they brought it back pretty, I don't know, like 10 years ago and started using it again. Because it's the same one I watched when I was a little kid. How many licks does it take? Mm-hmm. So well, it's classic. There's there are definitely commercials out there that are just pure classics. And this is going to actually lead into what Jimmy Conrad says later about Camp Cupcake, because why does Brooks Lennon get in? Let's start with Brooks Lennon. Brooks mm-hmm. Lennon got in because he got a chance. He got to go into the camp and which, get to which show. is Jimmy's point later on, and we'll talk about that later, guys. Yeah, he, that's why he made it because he there's a recency bias. Greg has a very much a recency bias. The last guy to piss on Greg's leg gets to stay. That's the way it works. Or he pisses on their leg while they're in the shower. Either one of those two, they get to stay. Um, And then uh, Zardis, old Columbus guy, Mm -hmm. loves him some Zardis. Knows his system, right? Whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. that is. I mean, we know what it's supposed to look like, but it doesn't Not utilizing a nine properly, I guess. I don't know. I'm going to get tagged on that by, by some people, but... Rolled on again. A Greg favorite. Been a Greg favorite forever. Uh, so that's just, I mean, though we've seen some Greg favorites disappear. I mean, Bello, since he's gone to Ar- Armenia Bielefeld, because, well, he, he needs to get norm, you know, normalized with his teeth. The fact that Scally, Brooks, and Hoppy were not called up is absurd. I mean, mm-hmm. for us, people are going to say, well, Hoppy doesn't play for Mallorca. Well, a lot of the guys he called up haven't played for four months either. Um, in the last window because MLS has been out of season. So that didn't really seem to matter. It would have been a nice pickup for Hoppy if he would have been able to get to camp, practice, and maybe get some 15 minutes here or 10 minutes there. It might have lifted him, um, especially if he scores a goal. Then he can, goes back, can go back to Mallorca and say, hey, I just played for my national team and I scored a goal. Mm-hmm. And as far as Sergeant, go, go ahead. Well, and I, I was going to say, uh, in in fairness, uh, um, Jimmy does go on to talk about a lot of these players are brought in for outside reasons. And it's usually, and he talked about how he was even one of those quote-unquote outside reasons in the 2006 World Cup. 
whether it's your communication, ease within the group, or being a leader, stuff you bring to the team that's not necessarily brought up on stats and data. Uh, I mean, every coach is going to bring those those type of players in. Um, he, he talked about uh, Tim Ream as one of those options, not necessarily a, a best center back option for us, although he's doing very well for Fulham. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there are definitely reasons why uh, Berhalter is going to bring his favorites in, and they may not be apparent to us. And well, we may think I, they're stupid to call up. Some of them are very good favorites. Matt Turner's a very good sure. favorite to have. Um, uh, Zimmerman, excellent favorite to have. I have no complaints that he is a uh, Berhalter favorite. I get called out immediately. Look at that. I don't buy the European young guys seeing Roldan and Leggett as leaders. No, I don't either. I think that, that Jimmy is contradicting himself sometimes here because the problem with bringing in favorites is the rest of the guys, guys like Brooks, they get left home. Hoppy, they get left home. Sergeant, they get left home. Well, not Sergeant. He's a wussy. But the other guys will get salty about that. They're at home at night going, why am I not on this? I don't understand it. If I'm John Brooks, mm-hmm. I'm getting real salty real fast. And so, and you know, Hoppy will too. There's no doubt about it. Um, I mean, well, did you, did you, did you read the article that was on transfer market about um, um, Scally? No. So Scally came out and flat out stated that, you know, after that November, so he's like, he's like, oh, my manager here at Gladbach, you know, he's very, he's very encouraging. He's like, hey, you know, you, you got this, you can do it. Come on, you're good, doing great. But after that November window, uh, he hasn't heard back from Greg since. Are you shitting me? He 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 said in an article, and I, I, I responded to the article going, I bet you anything he's going to get a phone call from Greg saying, hey, what's up, buddy? Or he won't because he just <laughs> – it, expo- it, it worked for Luca De La Torre, so why wouldn't it work for him? I don't know how much you can cross hey, Greg. I don't know how much you can cross Greg. I know you weren't allowed to cross Jurgen. Unless your name was Jermaine Jones. Hmm. So there's that. Uh, recently, oh, AR. Oh. Recently, these insecure pundits are blaming what Twitter posters say to the most vocal YouTubers. Cowardly from Conrad not to call out specifically who he was talking about. Scared they can't control the narrative anymore. No, they've lost the narrative. I don't know if Jimmy's one of the guys that's hmm. really too worried about that. I, he might be. I don't know. I don't, I, he doesn't seem that way to me, but other guys are certainly um, yeah. sketchy about this. They don't like this. So, so yeah, you, I mean, you have, you have uh, Gomez's crew, you have um, Kegulaza and all that. They, 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 they all, not they all, sorry, let me rephrase this. I guess I'm going to start from the beginning here. Jimmy has, as, as publicly stated um, a number of responses on Twitter, who he thinks may be wrong at certain times. He doesn't necessarily 100% agree with everybody. He doesn't disagree, which is perfectly fine. We love that aspect that people can disagree and have civil conversation about it. Um, I, I think he's uh, not necessarily alluding to anybody in particular. He talks about how the negative uh, negative um, uh, content on Twitter from time to time gets better views. Well, of course, we all see that. Even he said he saw it too. So... I don't know. But, but well, Jimmy wasn't just talking about Twitter. He was talking about content. So that's if, why I brought that up, yeah. And if he's going to bring up content, it would be, I think, a good idea to call some people out specifically that you're talking about. Otherwise, it just smears the whole well, I mean, thing. I mean, as far as YouTube content is concerned, I mean, there are other content creators out there besides our little, our little circle. 
and that circle is growing. But, um, but I mean, outside outside of us, I mean, the, most most people who are outside of our little circle have you know podcasts that are on Spotify and stuff like that. They're not necessarily huge and prevalent on YouTube. So I mean, I feel like in the comments probably when it comes to YouTube content encompasses us all well here's the philosophical issue with this when you make a general statement like that mm -hmm. and you don't give an example of someone then it's really hard to have a conversation about it because it's like who did it who's doing the negative shit i want to know who that is um i can't think of a single person they're out there i see them on facebook but they're not writing articles they're just doing stupid shit and saying stupid shit <laughs> I can't think of a single media person who does material that is all negative. Like the title mm. is like Burhalter sucks cow cock. <laughs> cow cows don't have cocks. Bulls do. Bullcock. I mean, I just haven't seen anything <laughs> like that before. Are the mainstream media pundits insecure about the new people coming up? They sure. absolutely, absolutely are. are yep. They absolutely are, and they are cynical. They're, 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 they have, they have their decade or decades, depending on who you're talking about, uh, worth of experience, and they see people coming in off of YouTube that have been here for a year, year and a half, two years, and the and only, they're, only they're grant they're garnering much more uh, traction than they are on their articles and, and their publications. The only reason a lot of those mainstream pundits that we're talking about aren't distrustful of us is because we were around 10 years ago and they remember us from big soccer. <laughs> the new people, they're like, who are those guys? What are they doing? What, what's going on here? So yes, there's a little bit of that going on. I, I'd be lying if I said it were untrue. It's mm -hmm. true. It's happening. I've heard it. I've talked some people down from it. And, um, but it is true, but they're going to get over it. They're going to have to get over it at some point. Um, because it's just a reality now, but a lot of mainstream media is worried about losing their power right now, right? Mm -hmm. They're, they're worried about the independent voices on any topic online or on YouTube, any topic. They're like, why do people listen to those people? So, well, and that, that's the thing I, I've told a number of people that we've interacted with in the past and present when they start getting, uh, a little butthurt about comments on Twitter and stuff like that is that that the general public, the the population that watch YouTube and are on Twitter, they love authenticity. They love people who are real. They don't necessarily need a polished turd. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> I mean, and that's Keep funny because that. poor poor Sam gets all this hate because his studio is so nice. Oh, but, can't wait till I get my basement finished and people can bitch about that on, on mine. It's not like I'm not gonna look like I'm in a dungeon, guys. After this, my light overhead in front, stuff in the background. It's gonna be nice. It's always gonna be like this. <laughs> <laughs> he went all out, man. He thumbtacked two scarves up to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> hammer, 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 hammer. Done. Studio done. All right, Jose Lopez, four ninety nine. Thanks, man. Did you see that comment section for Sam's video? A lot of oversensitive fans can't handle any level of criticism towards Greg. Oh my God. Yeah, they exist. <laughs> they exist. Um, not on know, our channel though. Not really. No, <laughs> but I mean, there are Greg, even our video that I put up on Facebook, which was like, 
who are the top three managers to re replace Greg, right? And it didn't say he was going to be replaced now or he needs to replace mm. right now. That was just the title. And people freaked out. And some are like, none of them, none of them, none of them. I'm like, yeah. and then other guys like, he doesn't need to go. He's doing, doing just a fine job right now. He's all kicking ass. What are you, why are you posting this? I'm like, did you listen? We don't say he's going now. We say eventually when he does go, here are the options. And that's the funny thing because I mean, obviously you deal with the Facebook responses, and I never see them. Oh, I mean, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter for us is wonderful. People love us; they respond to us, and even when people get a little confrontational, you know, I, I just I deflect with humor, and then we're all good. But man, you you on Facebook, man, you you get you get shit you get shit stormed only on one page, only on one page, <laughs> U.S. national team page. And that is the page I get shit, because um, there are there are Greg diehards there, and they will fall on their sword just like our friend did about Freddie Adu for ten years sword. before he's like, oh, he's playing in third division Finland. On the S S word. Jake, can polished turd be Twelman's new nickname? Polished turd. <laughs> I think we're gonna stick with tight shirt. Yeah. For now. <laughs> Um, ten dollars. Thank you, Jeff Fulton. By the way, we love all your comments all the time mm -hmm. on our on our uh, YouTube page as well. You guys and I grew up with U.S. Soccer at MLS being a protective insular way to protect and grow the game. They don't need to do that anymore. No, they don't. They actually didn't need to do it before. Mm -hmm. And with that, they are losing their power. Ugh, I wish they were losing their power. They're losing the narrative. That's for sure because they're inauthentic and they're full of mm -hmm. shit. And when you're inauthentic and full of shit, like people can figure that out in a second now. It takes very little time. When you got the turd making announcements, narrative <laughs> announcements before you do your interview, which he stopped doing, by the way, since we call him the turd. I'd no like way, really? Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe the turd is actually the turd, and he's on there. You know, maybe, maybe that's his way of uh, saying, "All right, you got me, guys." I wish, maybe. man. I maybe. wish we were the reason that that, that they stopped doing that garbage, but. Um, are they losing their power though? No, that's the weird thing. They're not. They've got a firm grasp of power. And if there is going to be a rotation made of power within USSF, it's going to be a slow rotation. Or there's going to have to be a massive scandal because these people are all in the same clique and they're just going to bring guys. So they'll rotate guys out of the clique and off the board and then they'll rotate some new ones that are in the click onto the board and they'll even bring back some old people too if they have mm -hmm. to so it is a click and they're not losing power i wish it were true i mean i wish i could see it getting shakier but it's not and it's been like that i started writing soccer articles when i was 22 23 years old that is 26 years ago and nothing's changed um there have been brief uh, respites from this tyranny um, during certain managers and coaches. I just think like the Bruce arena, I, I just remember him being like totally open to whatever question you want to ask. And if he didn't like the question, he just answer it like a smart ass with his <laughs> whole New York accent thing well, going on. You know, that brings us back to that question. People ask like, Oh, what if uh, Burhalter had more of like a Bobby Knight personality? We, we would <laughs> love it. We would love it. That'd be that, great. That would great be awesome. Content. Perfect. Be wonderful. I mean, Bobby Knight. Um, I don't know if he could handle coaching a soccer team because it's 
you got more than five guys out there to scream at, and he'd be hoarse at halftime. And you can't pick that bench up and chuck it onto the field. It wouldn't. It'd be very. Uh, it wouldn't be impressive at all. I'd be like you, you could do that. Knock it I over, suppose. maybe. You could, <laughs> you could have one on a plastic one on the side there that you could chuck on. But listen, Bobby Knight's attitude probably isn't a healthy one to have for this coming generation. Anyhow. Um, he was very nasty to a lot of players. Um, so I don't think that that would work with this generation. I don't think they take, like, if you grab my neck, even my age, I'm a fucking punchy in your face. So, um, and I think most kids today would either, they do the opposite. They'd emotionally crumble. if you. Well, grab I mean, I guess or, in fairness with soccer, if he did that to a player, They'd probably fall over to the ground, roll around, and then he'd get a red card and get ejected. So we're good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Let's move on with Jimmy. What else is oh, he? Wait, 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 oh, wait, wait, wait. We got wait, more? Wait. We got more. Oh, Jesus. Guys, you guys are being really nice tonight. Guys I appreciate killing him, that. Thoughts on my 23 man roster for the World Cup? Stefan Turner. This is going to be really hard. Let's, just, let's go by position here because Stefan Turner, then Horvath. Yes, yes, and yes. Dest, yes. Anthony, yes. Galley, yes. Gomez, no. Still playing at Real Sociedad B. When he moves up to Real Sociedad, give me a call. Yes, then I'll start talking about... Jonathan. Yeah, I think I think Scally's probably going to be the left-back uh, backup. If, if we got to go off this and then pull in somebody like... I don't know where Yedlin's going to be at uh, Inter-Miami. Inter-Miami? Inter-Miami. Right? Yeah. Yes. Or if it's going to be a Cannon or more at that point. But I oh. think Scally's going to be the backup to left-back or the, all, the rotational player in that sense. Or is he? It's, well, if he doesn't ever get called up, maybe he won't. It's Greg. <laughs> Greg could leave we'll, Scally we'll call, out. We'll call, him, we'll call him Brooks Lennon and just hope that Desk can sh shuffle over to the left. Scally is interesting. You mentioned the quote, the comment he made. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll see what happens there. He's got 23 games in Bundesliga this season. There's zero reason why he hasn't made the field once. Yeah, but he he's gonna he just lost his starting role because all the guys are now healthy. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm just saying, Brett. Sure, I know like, I understand where you're going from now, but I mean. He might get like five minutes a game from here until the end of the season. So, if everybody sells, stays healthy. Mm -hmm. So, we'll see. we'll see. But I agree. I would like to see Scally on there. Gomez, I need more. I just watched his Real Sociedad B game mm -hmm. and all his touches. Meh. It was all right. Wait a second. Hold on. So somebody responded going, uh, no, Chuck Chuck says, no center backs. That's brave. <laughs> oh, on this list, he's got no center backs. Brian, you're killing me, man. <laughs> well, let's just go through the rest of them for yeah. Brian. Um, Adams, of course, yes. McKenna, yes. Raina, yes. Zimmerman Miles, he forgot those two. <laughs> oh, that's okay. We would have assumed that at some point, unless sure. you're going to play sergeant center back. Which Why not? You might be good at, actually. De La hey, uh, Tyler Adams played center back today. Yeah, not something I want to see much of going forward. <laughs> uh, Musa, uh, yes. Busio, maybe. Let's just see what happens there. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's see between Busio and Tessman who really earns the job there eventually. Over time, yeah. At Venezia. But Busio, okay. I, he's certainly in the picture. Polisic, well, yes. Wea, Aronson, Sergeant. Yeah, Peppy Peafock. I, I can't. The only one I disagree with is Gomez because he's got a long ways to go. That's it. The rest of it is spot on, Brian. 
Mm. All right. We ready to do the next? Do do. We're going to do it. We're going to do do it. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, bring me some heat. Bring me some heat, Jimmy do it. Conrad. Do it. Keeps bring... going away. <laughs> but there it is. All right, good. We're back. Performing your current form. I mean, we're already going through it with Jordan Pifok with the current team and. Dude scored 19 goals and three assists in 31 games. How does he not even get a look, you know? And Daryl DK has done some things like, what is even happening? And Jonathan Brooks was named one of the players of the week in the Bundesliga. Like, what? Why can't we call that guy in? You know, so every coach is going to have their their ideas of who they should bring in and, and who fits into their system a little bit better and has some of that stuff that can't be measured through data and analytics all the time. Sometimes it's personal. Sometimes they just fit in better with the group. All these intangibles that I think are very important. And listen, I'm an intangibles guy. I was on the national team because of the intangibles I brought. I'm a good communicator. I put guys in good spots. I put fires out before they start. I All right. Okay. So Derek, I, I actually I like I like a lot of the content of that video, but you left off like the 20 seconds before <laughs> that led up to it. I just heard PFOC and started recording. I know. <laughs> <laughs> But go ahead, uh, provide context. Uh, we're, um, I mean, he, he talks, he talk, basically, if I recall correctly, he talks about how, like, um, you know, players and uh, fans are, are confused why uh, certain players aren't included. So with the, with that segment, I had mentioned how, uh, how like, we've, been, we talk, we've talked about Sergeant DK, Scally, Testman, and Busio. And I even mentioned, hell, why not bring in Alan Sonora since, you know, we can integrate him into the system since you know that ruled on and legit position don't actually play anymore right so but uh but yeah the, the the concept that these players constantly getting called in or even even getting playing time for that matter uh can be upsetting to players who are achieving greater feats at the club level and aren't getting the same option or opportunities look how better de la torre is he deserves look. it deserves every minute of it he said I deserve to be there mm -hmm. a while back. I, this is how good I am. I've been this good for a while. That's what he said. Yeah. In this his presser. I'm pretty positive this is how I've been playing all year long. <laughs> so I don't know why he said it's just up to the manager. That's like saying, yeah, it's just up to that dumbass who doesn't realize how good I've been. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm sure I, I'm hoping Greg didn't take it that way, but that's literally what they would after that said. game. If he doesn't get called up, I hope, well, I, he won't get ripped a new one, but he'll get ripped a new one from us toxic fans. Well, he'll get a question <laughs> like this. So Greg, last window, you brought on Luca De La Torre and he was really good. Greg, um, how come he was left off the, uh, this, this roster, this newest roster. Because and he Greg, kicked me in the nuts. Greg. Greg oh, no. Yeah. Greg will say, I say that out loud. <laughs> yes, you did. Greg will say the fault. I'm going to try to do my my Greg here. Well, this is a nice Starbucks cup I got. Well, <laughs> well, Jeff. To answer your question, the reason Luke is not on here right now is because he's really uh, <clears throat> he's not in form. You know, lacks, and, lacks verticality. And we really feel in this next window that we need a different type of player for his position. So that'll be his answer. It'll mean nothing. It'll have, there won't be an answer. Well, and it's funny because uh, Jimmy and uh, Sam talk about that too. 
they talk about how well, what would have ha- what would happen if say if if Tack were or Tack or Pete were to have um, uh, Burhalter on their show, you know they would ask the question, hey, why do you keep calling in X, Y, and Z when A, A B, and C are significantly better? Well, you know, just you know they fit the system, and I, I just have trust in them, and he give he just brushes it aside, and he will never give him a right answer. That's basically what he said. Yeah, I mean, if you really think that Brooks is an inform. That's your reason? What a joke, man. You were just lying. You're lying. And, you know, there's nothing there, said said Greg. And I know we're one of the people that have brought this to the forefront. And we've said it so many times. It gets quoted on all the other shows at this point. There is a problem. Um, I think Tack's the only one that refuses to mention it. Because, <laughs> you know, he knows some of the guys in, in Brooks is his entourage. So... And, of course, they're going to dispute that, too, because they don't need that getting out there. Mm -hmm. They don't need that getting out there. It's not going to help John Brooks for people to know there is a personality clash there in many ways. So Apparently apparently the Rapids just lost. In what? CONCACAF Champions League. Oh, shit. I thought that was yesterday. Although Sounders play at 9 o'clock right now, I guess. Oh, they're on right now? I'm guessing they're starting up, yeah. Is it on some stupid shit fucking non-channel that no one can watch or is it on uh, like paramount plus or espn plus great question some weird fucking channel that no one can watch unless they have another (laughs) subscription on top of the thirty thousand subscriptions they already have (laughs) uh people are saying fox sports too i don't get fs2 i get fs1 that's it so i'm fucked Mm. Oh, I might get it on one of my uh, T-U-N-D. Yeah. Or T-U-D-N. Let me rephrase that. Spanish-speaking channels, baby. Ew. That's where the solution usually is. Illegal streams. Pirate Bay. <laughs> I don't think it's Pirate Bay. I don't think Pirate Bay has anything like that on there. Yeah. You can still sell You can still sail the seven seas. There um, it is. I found it. Oh, you. All right. Stream HD. Uh, uh, you did not write anything with it. Um, but thank you. Um, let me just—if you uh, want to, you can post something afterwards. Let me just scroll through the chat here. Here's something from you, I'm a frequent listener. Keep it up. We appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm distracted. I'm trying to find the fucking game and get it mm-hmm. on my screen while we're having our show. But I <laughs> passed it on on accident, and this is the oldest TV in the house, and it's having a problem. There you go. It was a 16-year-old uh, from Alaska starting for, in the midfield for Seattle. Yeah. Who are they playing? Do we know? Uh, it's got to be junk. Motagua? I don't know. M-O-T-A-G-U-A. Yeah. It's junk. Yeah. We should win that one. And I'm sorry if you're a fan of that team. I apologize, but that's junk. Listening to our show? Probably not. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Matagua. Yeah. They should win this game even with a bunch of 17-year-olds. But I'm I'm sure they'll bring out some of their starters for this game. So, okay. Um, Oh, 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 who was that? You just took him off. Oh, he just talked about, uh, yeah, I I just put up there because I mentioned it. From Alaska. Yeah, that's weird. That is weird. I mean. I don't think think that's within 75 miles. I think there have only been two professional players in MLS from Alaska. It's in 100. In the history of mls i might be wrong it might be three i don't know i don't know why i know a weird fact like really that strong fighting up all those moose and uh bears yeah <laughs> all right by the way 
There were there were black bear sightings in Indiana. I know you told me that. And there's no, a, no, so some somebody uh, somebody uh some dog sighting random, dog some, sighting some random uh, some random person ended up finding a uh, ended up posting a map like okay whatever Google what are where are the bear kingdoms and then it showed all where all the bears are and everything like that and um, like the black bears like stop like northern Michigan but then I'm like yep yeah, article there you go. <laughs> Come here, Gizmo. Come here, hey, Gizmo. Chad. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> Not <laughs> that's your friend. My friend. You guys sound drunker when I don't one point five times it. Yeah, the weird <laughs> thing is, I'm really. I like the last part of that. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, Chad. Thanks for telling my own goal in front of the live story, Dick. Uh, what that does was... that mean, Brett? We, we talked about own goal stories last uh, live stream, and I mentioned uh, how a friend of mine was in goal, went to pass the ball, and ended up deflecting off his foot into his heel into our goal. That was Chad? That was Chad. Ah! <laughs> he needs to put a comma <laughs> after story. Otherwise, hmm. it's hard to understand this <laughs> story, Dick. <laughs> well, I mean, we do talk about dicks a lot, so who knows? We do? No. Not, not as often as normal. We talk about junk, maybe. But here we go. Uh, a lot of people talk about Gizmo. Come here, Gizmo. Come here, honey. Gizmo got another song about Burhalter. Come on, come here. And then it's Gizmo does exist. He does exist. He's a real dog. Here he is. Yeah. Is he gonna bark <laughs> at me? He's gonna talking. Bark at me? Hi, Gizmo. All right, buddy. Thank you for showing up on the show. He's an awesome <laughs> dog. He's a papillon. All right. He does exist. All right, on to ah! Jimmy. No, no, no barking. No. Shut up. No you barking. had your 15 seconds of fame. Jesus Christ. Now he's not going to shut up back there. Yep. We going back to Jimmy? Yep, pulling it up right now. All right. Uh, of course, it's going to drop down. I'm going to pull back a boom. There we go. Regular basis, but you have to be ready in that moment. And yes, Claudia Reyna played in three World Cups prior to that, and John O'Brien had played. But are they ready right now? Are they ready when the whistle blows when we need them against Ghana? You know what I mean? Like that. And 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 it didn't matter if I played in MLS at that point. It didn't matter what I was going to do afterwards. Like, are you ready in this moment? And I think that was pivotal for me. So so when. Okay. It was a shorter one, guys. Yeah, I don't think I remember it being that short before. Ah, um, way to go. Well, that's kind of the problem. Like, right? Yeah. Are you ready right now? Well, if you're not injured, then the ter determining factors about whether you're ready right now could be you didn't get called into Camp Cupcake, right? Because <laughs> you you didn't get the call up to Camp yeah, Cupcake, no. but only MLS players get called to Camp Cupcake. And I think the next clip is of Jimmy talking about mm -hmm. Camp Cupcake, right? Like that gave me a chance to beat out Eddie Pope and Gooch. Really? Yeah. Well, we'll get we'll get we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah. So, uh, so as a whole, this whole ready in the now, and I'm sure I'm sure Jimmy agrees a whole hundred percent. But I mean, we have we have, like I said, uh, we we talked about these players a number of times on a number of these uh, portions of the segment. But I mean, you talk about Brooks, who's been starting for about a month now, month and a half, and playing well. You have Sargent, who's been starting consistently and. Playing well and scoring a couple goals here and there. Um, Scally obviously was playing up until just recently. So, I yep. mean, these players are ready in the now. 
why aren't they being called up? And why are we calling in players who've been out of uh, out of game shape for three months? Just because they got to go to camp. Yeah. And so, um, go- this, this is this is uh, counterintuitive uh, for Greg in that sense because he's not calling up the people who are ready now. And you I agree. To- I agree with Jim on that. We don't we don't play somebody who has three World Cups worth of experience as a starter. They may be out of their prime. That's that, but. In this situation, when you talk about people who are ready to play right now, you bring them in. Plain and simple. Yeah. And that just, this whole thing just spins around and we're back at like favorites, right? So that's where we're at. We're at favorites. Guys that make, that make Greg's balls feel warm and soft. That's Mm -hmm. what he's looking for. And um, the more he sees you, the more you have the bias, right? The more of the players, like he brings in Lennon. Lennon has a little, he's a good camp. And now he's the ball snuggler. And somebody's got to go because of that. And that would be Scally. And um, and then Brooks is kind of a negative dude who bitches a lot and moans a lot and uh, doesn't bring a positive attitude. And, and so now he's got to go because he's kind of a negative. He's a... Uh, a, a kind of a cock, you know, and you don't want a cock on your team. You, you need uh, a bunch of chickens that will run around and do what they're told. So there's that. Um, was there a question before Frank, that? We Frank, well, no, it was a uh, uh, God Kong snake said, if you're good enough for a top five league, you're good enough for United States. That's for sure. And Frank, is this for Derek's ball fondling conversation or was it this that I was doing prior uh, while he was doing it? The janglies? That's the janglies. That's what that is. <laughs> it's when you're underneath and you're jangling yourself. <laughs> or she's underneath and jangling you. Or he. I mean, whatever. What a floats boat. Whatever. Yeah, you row your boat, baby. It's your boat. Mm. Oh, we got another J- Jimmy. Frank says, uh, Frank says balls. Balls. <laughs> That always does it. Junk, balls, man marbles, you know, the mighty peaches, the whole thing. Here we go. One more Jimmy clip, I think. One more Jimmy clip. Little for me. So so when we I just I guess it's the casual dismissal of the MLS players that kind of drives me crazy. And and the cap the camp cupcake term is so is so oh my god, it drives me insane because <laughs> we see this and the fans see it as such a negative. There's there's very, 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 very few national teams that have the luxury of bringing in some of your best domestic talent for a couple weeks and identifying who can help your player pool and who can't. And we just casually dismiss that as like, nah, what a waste of time. Are you kidding me? That is like the best purpose of time we could use. When, at, when else are we going to – because the hard part is, let's say we have a, a, a World Cup qualifying window. I would go in there to those – and I was like, man, I'm going to prove myself. I'm going to beat out Eddie Pope and Gucci Anyewu and Greg Berhalter and Corey Gibbs. Like, this is going to be my moment. And then we go in and Bruce Arena is like, yeah, well, this is going to be a light training on Monday, light training on Tuesday, game on Wednesday, light training on Thursday. Like, there's no chance to prove yourself, to actually go up against these guys in a meaningful way. And that January camp in particular allowed you to do that, to actually win over the coaching staff over a duration of time. And I think we saw that with Brooks Lennon, actually, from what I understand, had a very good camp. And and got called back into this first qualifying window. Like he's making and taking advantage of this opportunity. And what I learned from my Gold Cup experience, and so did some of the other guys, Matt Turner, Miles Robinson, 
really took advantage of it is, can we count on you in a tournament format? Can you? Well, the reason Bruce did what he did, Jimmy, is he already knew who you were. He didn't need to give you a bunch of, you know, mm -hmm. friendlies to plan. Bruce already knew what he was going to do. Already had it. Already knew it. Um, But I don't, who makes, I mean, listen, did we, we didn't come up with Camp Cupcake 10 years ago, did we? That's no, we, we, before we, us, right? We, de we definitely talked about it ad nauseum. Um, which I, I think brings me to my point is at this point, Camp Cupcake is not necessarily a slight at the players. No, it's, it's, an, just... it's, an, it's an acknowledgement of who's playing in this window. It's an acknowledgement of, of that it's gonna be a it's gonna be an MLS predominant uh, roster, and we're gonna be playing some weekend European team, or we're gonna play a Concacaf light team. You know, it's gonna be weak competition, and you know, just get ready for it. You know, yeah, we're gonna fly to but, Puerto but... Rico and play a game against Puerto Rico. Yeah. And we we have, we have yeah we have all we have a uh, we have a history of players who've made it in the Gold Cup and then found their way onto the national team. That's not for that's not for dispute. That, that happens. It, it does. What happens when you get in front of the coach and you have a chance to prove yourself? You might find yourself coming back. And you mentioned Brooks Lennon, but that was at that was at the uh, cost of uh, bringing in Joe Scally. So <laughs> yeah. consider that being a good or a bad option. I don't know. And again, that's nothing against Lennon, um, but I but as you said it. Scally didn't even get a call. Yeah, exactly. Not even a November. phone call saying, hey, you know, I know we just brought you in the last window to get you, you know, acclimated. But, you know, after you, you know, after you fondled, um, you know, Polisic's sister in the hallway, we're going to have to let you go for now. He didn't even get that call. Like you screwed up or you did it's something wrong. a rumor start, Derek. This is a rumor start. And I'm going to have to deal with this on Twitter. <laughs> well, Listen, I just I'm making up a scenario because I, I'm trying to figure out how in the holy hell Scally doesn't get called up last last mm -hmm. time. I, I really I don't get it. It is bewildering to me. Um and um so I get why people are like, what what's going on here? What hmm. Joe Scally can't defend. Okay, he can't defend. I think he can. He's done. Pretty I think, decent he, I think he can defend just as well as any of our other wingback options. I mean, like compared to who? Guess I'm not. I'm not Robinson? saying. I'm not saying he's a, he's the best one v one defender. No. I mean, more, uh, historically speaking, Moore has been one of Moore has been one of our better one v one defenders uh, on the wingback options. Cannon has been in there too because neither of them are really great getting into the attack. They've been they've improved, but no. I mean, Scali can defend just as well as as Dest or, or Robinson or anybody else. You don't get to play for Munchen Gladbach. Yeah. Sorry, sorry Colin. I got to disagree on this one, man. Yeah. Going to have to disagree. He's not the greatest defender. You're right about that. I'll yeah. give you that, Colin. But, I mean, saying he can't defend is like saying Dest can't defend. Well, he can't. Yeah. He's not really good at that either. And Robinson isn't always – I mean, he's been better, like, way better than well, he was when relying, he first started. We're not relying on our wingbacks to actually sit back and defend. Not a lot. Nope. Not so, a lot. They are way up the matter. field. We are asking Adams to cover the two CBs as mm -hmm. we advance and play higher up the field, like in a very advanced way on the wings. So, yeah, I, I don't know if defense is really why somebody else would make the team. Like, how good a defender is Brooks Lennon? He didn't even start out as a back in his career. He was a winger. 
he's not that great of a defender either. Actually, he's he's really not. It's not his forte. He's a good crosser of the well, ball. I'll come back this in a second. Uh, oh come on. on! I don't know. I don't know if you're referring <laughs> this to somebody in the chat, but clearly we can handle criticism. We, we can bring it you. on, baby. We don't care. Yeah. Bring on all we're the just, criticism. We're, just, we're, just we're totally with fine with it. Hey man, we love it. Keep keep bringing it on. I yeah. mean, we're. Hey, if you're giving us something to talk about, that's good for me. Absolutely. I thought all bald heads stay together, Greg. What is that? This mean? was this was back in the reference when we were talking about uh, Brooks, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, us follically challenged people have to stick together. I mean, it's just who we are. Yeah, I'm I'm actually not follically challenged, so I just wear this hat because my I hair am. Is, my hair is ugly and I haven't gotten a haircut in like two months so <laughs> it's bad up there it's not good and plus this might be like a look or a thing you know worked well for tim pool oh god <laughs> we gotta bring are we, are we gonna, call, are gonna call you Derek pool or uh no you're not or <laughs> tim richie because i don't need that shit that guy probably gets so much shit. I can't even imagine how much shit he gets on a daily basis. Oh, they, oh my goodness! He, he gets he gets a lot of shit for his uh uh because he, he's balding as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he, gets he a wears, lot of shit for it. <laughs> yeah, he wears the cap because he's balding. I believe. I think I've seen photos of him without his cap on. Mm -hmm. It's not pretty. It's not a pretty sight. No offense to bald people at all. I mean, you're getting there, Brett. All right, so do we have anything else? No, hey, hey guys, yeah, we've, we've covered our uh, topic with Jimmy. So while we're closing up here, um, I just want sorry, I saw something in the chat. So while, while we're closing up with the Jimmy conversation here, um, why don't you guys come up, uh, come up with some quick uh, comments for us to chat about? Uh, but we're already an hour into this. Yeah, which is about where we, we peter, you know. Yeah. No, it's not where we peter, it's where we aim to stop. We only want to do an hour. I've been saying this. An hour is good enough. The, the problem but, is, is we continue to talk. I know. Hey, but, I do, so, so all again, all, all props to uh, Sam uh, and his interview with Jimmy. I thought Jimmy was great in the conversation. I thought Sam did a great job. They covered a lot of topics and I, you know, I agree with most of what they said. We have our slight disagreements and not even disagreements. Cause I mean, I feel like they kind of hit our topics as well. But we're we're just we're we're out there to simply say, you know, we'll, we'll we'll call a player out, you know, not necessarily just for a bad performance, but a series of bad performances, and then the next window he gets called back in, we're gonna say, what the fuck? Yeah, and and just for updates for folks, we have uh, we are working on uh, times and dates with uh, Meg Swanick, so she'll be on. Um, as well as Max Bredos, so those mm -hmm. things are in the works, and we got Sam coming on too. I think yeah, but didn't you say Max was Thursday? Next Thursday? Is that true? Or am I next Monday? Might be misremembering. I think that. it's I think it's I think I think uh Max is Monday and then we're looking Wednesday with uh Sam, which won't be a okay. live stream, guys, by any means, but we'll do our live stream probably on Thursday again, like we normally would. I mean it could be shit. I don't care. We'll see what up. I I'll live stream anything at this point. Well, not anything. <laughs> Here's me going to the bathroom. No, we're not gonna do that. I did want to apologize to you, Brett, because on the last show, you said there's naked yoga on YouTube, and I thought <laughs> you were an idiot. Um, and there is naked yoga. I'm a connoisseur of all pop culture, Derek. I know everything. 
I mean, I was shocked. There was this one I watched today just to confirm I wasn't hallucinating yesterday. I went that, and watched that's why, that's why he had to take a nap, guys, because he was watching naked yoga all day. Well, I watched the beaver one. It's like she can actually just like show her beaver and all of that during. Yes, Colin, there is. <laughs> There is absolutely naked yoga on YouTube. Yep. And somebody else informed me today that there's actually uh, nudist, nudist things yeah. as well, mm -hmm. too. And that's all, all educational people. Educational. You, you can get away with just about, well, just about anything. And I just thought. The educational tab in there. I just thought they had done away with stuff like that. Um, but I guess not. I mean, listen, I'm not complaining. Mm -hmm. I'm happy with it all being there. Trust me. I'm totally <laughs> fine with it. Not because I like to watch naked yoga. I got other you know, outlets that, you know, serve my needs, but it's kind of fun that that's allowed on maybe they could be, YouTube could be more open-minded about a lot of other things going forward yeah. um, instead of just naked yoga and nudity, nudity colonies, colonies, they're colonies, right? Where are they yeah. just naked beaches? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, there are. Chibuga. How is your dog's limp? So he has a luxating, um, Gizmo has a luxating, what the hell is that called? Patella. A luxating patella. So it's not something that's going to be an uh, everyday thing. He's going to be fine. As you can see now, he's fine. He walks around on <laughs> fours. He's all good to go. But like on occasion, he'll have two or three days where it's kind of irritates him. And he will walk on three legs. So, but the vet said he's too old to go into surgery. He's Can't 14 keep up years with this old. Chat. This chat's crazy. Uh, okay. Real quickly, Adams got pulled at halftime because of poor performance, apparently. Yes, that is true. All right. Uh, let's see. What else? I, uh, <laughs> nudes, nude yoga stream win. <laughs> <laughs> you do not want to see that, my brother. I am uh, 50. Shit is not all anything, Only fans coming soon. Yeah, I'm 50 years old. Don't, not all, don't, not don't, all my don't, shit don't. is in the right place. On Twitter and YouTube, don't post OnlyFans, hashtag OnlyFans, because you're only going to get a bunch of bots. Yeah. I know we're going to get a bunch of those now in the comment section, but yep, it, it's just, it, <laughs> just going to increase our algorithm, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know more about OnlyFans than I do, just because you're more informed than I am. I'm a, I'm a connoisseur of the pop culture. I know everything. <laughs> you know your movies, <laughs> but I know my music, so... You know, between the two of us, we should be able to cover both genres. Uh, Colin, the Altador rumor. Is that, you had mentioned earlier about Altador being called in next window. Is that what you're referring to? And if so, I think it's kind of crazy that Burhalter's already spreading rumors about the possibility of calling people in a month and a week out before the first game. What has Altador done He's been injured. besides wash his nutsack in the shower? <laughs> Uh, I'm be, assuming that is Colin. Colin, if, if it's a different rumor, let me know. Yeah, let chat. us I'll, know. I'll, I'll grab you. I'll, I'll pull it up. Is that that he's going to be back on the national team rumor? Because <clears throat> there's two rumors actually going around right mm. now about Altador, and one of them is that Greg's going to call him up for the next window. I mean, if he's going to be a replacement for Al, uh, for Zardis, I'm fine with it. <clears throat> uh, so Colin said, I heard Bruce wants to get him back in the national team. Well, if he has a good season, we'll see. Bruce wants to get him back on the national team. Play, play, okay. play. I mean, I mean, Bruce has no power to do that. I mean, he can play him. That's about it. But then Altador has to score, and he has to stay healthy, and he has to not be a pain in the ass to his team. 
which he was in the last two seasons with TFC. He was a big pain in the ass. I mean, he was saying things not that Jesse Armas should have let him, you know, benched him for that, but Armas did bench him for that. And now, you know, now Armas is the new, the new, what do you call them? <laughs> Ted Lasso, man. Ted Lasso, yeah. <laughs> All right. We got another one of these? Yep. No shit. I did more work today than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So is it is it pronounced Stanley? Stanley. <laughs> so I'm guessing Angley. there's I'm guessing there's a list there. So Ainley 44. <laughs> so who has the better background between Sam and Jimmy? Well, that's a close one. It depends on what mm. kind of what you're going for. Like if you're just like a rah-rah USA guy, then Sam's got this fucker nailed. If uh, you are a kind of more random dude with like weird photos in the background, because Jimmy's got that weird one on the top left. I think it's a guy beating a dead horse. He's got a <laughs> Stefan uniform. He's got a lightning bolt and then a bunch of weird shit on the right that I can't see. Um, like a lot of stickers or patches or something. Is that Chairman Mao above his right head? I don't think so. No, he, he wouldn't put that up there. So I don't know who that is. It actually looks like an old painting I did. I have to oh, look. There you go. That. Did you sell them? I don't think so. I did do paintings for a while, folks, and I did sell them um, of players. And then they didn't allow me to sell those paintings anymore because they were of people, real people, and and their <laughs> character and their person, which didn't seem to hurt. You know, people in the past when they've uh, you know painted fucking Campbell's Campbell's. Kansas Soup, if you're Andy Warhol, he painted all kinds of people. They didn't have any problem with it. Um, uh, I'm, going, I'm going with Sam on this one. Just because everything's closer and it's uh, neater. You got all U.S. memorabilia. And it's tight. I think that's his office, literally. His mm -hmm. office at work. He's got yeah. all that. So, like, he doesn't even have to go home to do his show. He just can stay at work and do his show. Um, and he runs his own company too, yep. I believe. So he's. He the talked boss. about that. He talked about in that show too. How he can't necessarily just take time off to go to Qatar. Cutter, 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 cutter. Chris Gary Miaz got to transfer to PETA. <laughs> <laughs> Might actually help him. Actually, yeah. Might actually help him. Um, you know, there was a time, and this is still true in other countries like Cambodia and other countries, but. Like a lot of the teams are made up of uh, players who actually are playing for a corporation or a uh, like the police academies. It's really weird. And college, local colleges. You guys remember when Jimmy Con Conrad pissed off Sunil Galati? Um, Jim pressure. Jimmy probably remembers it. <laughs> it was around a conference table, and he asked him when the U.S. was going to take the game to the opposition instead of sitting back, and Galati got pissed. Yeah, I'm he's sure right. He, yeah, it, it was a right comment to make, and uh, fuck the uh, thin skins. <laughs> but then again, I like looking back on it, and I'm looking at how we play now. I'm like, well, maybe we didn't just need to take it to the opponent. Maybe being a countering team is an okay thing. I don't uh, know. That, that, that was definitely our mo for the longest time. Yep. But no, I'm I'm glad Jimmy had the balls to say that. The fact that that Galati would get actually physically like you could tell he was upset, that's just ridiculous. But it's emblematic of how U.S. soccer has operated 
for the 50 years I've been alive, or at least 40 of the 50 years I've been alive. Mm -hmm. The first 10 being no one gave a fuck, so mm -hmm. who cares? So there's that. Uh, just Frank. Ah, we like being Frank. Is it still going to be a 23-man squad for the coming World Cup, or did they increase the They haven't officially increased it yet, Frank, um, but the rumor is it's going to be 26. Mm -hmm. um, that's the talk in the back. More than enough to include Burhalter's favorites, is what you're yeah. telling me. They're going to, listen, if the Rona disappears completely, maybe it will be 23, but with all of the um, sort of flexibility they've allowed in the last year and a half, I think we will see 26. And again, I think you're going to be able to do five man um, substitutions again. In fact, I just hope they just keep that rule. I like five man substitutions. I like it. Uh, it's game I lively. I would love it on FIFA 2020, which I'm playing with my stepson now. Like we can only bring in three guys and yet we'd really like to rest five guys, but we can't because we can't bring in five. We can only rest three guys at the 65th. You won't have that problem with FIFA anymore. Is it normal to dribble a little pee as you get older? <laughs> it might be. Not so far for me. Um, I'm 50, and uh, I've got no dribble thing going on yet. Um, you might want to go to the doctor if that's a thing that's happening on a regular basis. Um, Sparkle Duck, we love you, by the way, and thank you for always being here for the show. But the pee thing, I can't help you with. YouTube recommended me a video about yellow boots. <laughs> So Yellow Boots uh, is the guy man. that froze on top of the mountain, right? Um, and that was, uh, which mountain was it? God Everest. Damn. Everest, Mount Everest. So, And he was there for 15, 20 years, stuck mm -hmm. up there in a cave. And yeah, um, I'm sorry that you got that video, but I would still watch it because it's mm. grim, but it tells the story of how everybody just sort of passed him by. And... Um, I'll tell my friend. Uh, yes, you were asking for a friend. I knew that. I'm of sorry. Course. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, we, so, are talk we are talking about Dr. Sparkle Duck. So. Yes. So anyhow, that's who Yellow Boots is. He died in a cave. Well, he was dying in a cave on Everest. And people went up the hill and down the hill. And they just sort of ignored him and said, well, he's done for. Even though he was still alive. They're just that sort of the, the culture. Back then, yeah, culture was listen, you don't stop to help people because if you do, you die too. So there's that. Anyhow, lots of great uh YouTube shows on on Yellow Boots. And uh sorry we made jokes about riding him down the mountain. <laughs> I still think it's funny. Yeah. I, I mentioned I mentioned a comment today on Twitter that I think we're gonna get canceled at some point in life. I don't think so. Well, I think yeah. I think Keyboard, think, keyboard 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 warrior posted a, a snippet of us talking about Harambe back in the day. <laughs> really? <laughs> Seriously. Do you, do you want me to pull it up? Is it something we want to show people? Would well, we I mean it's out in the world, it's out in the world right now. So. What did we say? How long ago is this? I don't Ten, fucking remember this. <laughs> Ten years ago? It it still has our normal setup here. Oh, so it's the current show. Okay, so we're fine with that. Sounders are choking. They are choking, but they're playing a lot of guys that maybe shouldn't be playing right now. Um, and so I'm going to have to eat some serious crow if the Sounders end up losing this game. But I haven't looked at the starting lineup, but I did see some young kids on this starting lineup for the Sounders. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? 
who the fuck is that? They still got some of the diehards out there. Of course, you know, you got the goalkeeper. It's been there for a hundred years. Um, is Roldan out there? I haven't seen him yet, but I've been trying to do the show, so I'm not watching very closely. Uh, one of the Roldans is out there. That must be Alex. Is that Alex? I can't tell. Oh, well, we've got... Um, I think they do have a bunch of starters out there, but they, so this should be better. The game should be better for them than it's going. Uh, Jordan Morris is out there. I saw Jordan Morris. So if you're watching this at the same time, I might be ahead of you or delayed compared to what you're watching. So that's why I'm not seeing what you're seeing. Okay. What are you doing? Kablooey. You got that? Okay. So this is a recent show. What did we say? Hopefully, can you, tell me, can you do this? Being that, uh, yes. Okay. Let's do it. I'm watching that uh, gorilla video the other week with the gorilla, or this week actually, pulling that child through the water. I think as a parent, I'd just be freaking out. Do you, have don't, you seen worry, that? don't worry. Don't worry. Mommy's here. This is old. <laughs> this is really old. Not what I'd be screaming. I'd be like trying to climb over the rail and get in there. You know, I'd take that gorilla one one on one. Anyhow, that's just me. I. I but... So yeah, we talked about that situation. That kid <laughs> fell into the moat at the zoo. Yeah, and the gorilla picked up the kid and was just like kind of winging him around the the the, the um the. Uh, <sighs> Yeah, the cage. I, I will have to admit, though, as a parent, I also would be extremely horrified and, and probably jump down. I would have, too. I would have been an idiot. I would have jumped down there and punched the gorilla in the face. <laughs> and then the gorilla would have grabbed me and tossed me like a rag doll across the room. <laughs> yeah, but I remember that. So that's really old. That's got to be yeah. at least 11 years old. Mike Tyson does want to fight a gorilla. Yeah, I, I, I feel like this was an old video. Uh, keyboard would have to tell us. No, it's, I'm way too lazy to go back and look. I have no recollection of that happening in this new era whatsoever. But that doesn't, uh, that's not saying much because of this. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't remember saying that in the last talking about that because that happened a long time ago. A long time, time ago. ago, yeah. Yeah. I, me- I, men- I mentioned, I mentioned uh, on the uh, thread that a couple years back, there was a time where I was scrolling through the front of a, like a textbook, like, you know, like history or math textbook, you know, how students put their name in the math books. They know whose math book it is. And I was scrolling through some of the names of them. And uh, one of them was RIP Harambe. <laughs> Did they kill Harambe? Yeah. They, did, totally, he, they totally killed him. He didn't harm the child. Yeah. They killed him. That's uh, God Kong. You're correct. I don't think Harambe meant any harm. I think he yeah. was trying to protect the kid. He didn't but, do you know, anything to the he's kid. A little, he's a little strong, a little, little, you know, a little stronger than normal. But uh, yeah. Is it Harambe's fault that the fucking adult let their child slide through the bars and slide into the moat of the? You beat God King to it, or God King beat you to it? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, they should never have killed that gorilla for that. that gorilla did nothing wrong. That was apparently in 2016. Is when that happened. That's, I thought it was earlier than that. Really? Yeah. So we did do this recently? <laughs> Maybe it was dude. one of our first shows. I don't know. Dicks out for Harambe? Is that <laughs> what that means? That was, that was absolutely a meme that went around the interwebs. Dicks out. <laughs> okay. I've heard about that in golf. What's it called? Something dicks out? Mm. You got to 
like if the, you do a bet and you lose it, then you have to tee off on the first tee with your pants down. Mm. Yeah, I don't play. I don't play golf. Well, I don't play golf enough. I mean, I played it a little bit, but I've never, never done that. Before. I'm going to get you back into it next summer or next spring or you're just whatever. Trying to get my pants down? Is that what you're trying to do? You know it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I want a relationship real bad. Hey, Greg's uh, <laughs> gorillas are pretty uh, docile. Yeah, they you, are. Unless you piss it off. <laughs> right. Unless you're it'll, threatening it'll them be, in It'll some beat way. you into a powder. Just... Yeah. But don't let those fools tell you that sharks are like not harmful. You can ride a shark. I've, I've seen. I've seen. Um, I saw was Steve riding, Irwin. Somebody, somebody riding. Somebody riding a, a velociraptor on top of a great white shark. Steve Irwin rode a fucking tiger shark. I get it. Yes, you can do that if you're stupid. I wouldn't recommend it. And but some of those motherfuckers will just bite you. That's you just how that works when they're hungry. Then you have to whip your schwanz. <laughs> if your drive doesn't go past the ladies' tee, then you have to whip your schwanz out. Well, that's great because I, I'm driving. I'm so old now. I drive from the ladies' tee. No, I don't. I don't. I drive from the one just behind the ladies' tee. So my mom gets fifty yards on me on every hole. I feel orcas more than sharks, despite there being zero orca attacks on humans. Dude, I, I tell you, you you probably seen the number of orca videos on our feed for whatever reason. Yeah. Man, the, what the, is the that people, about? The, pe the people that are pedal boarding out there and then the orcas just come up, I would be shitting a fucking brick. I guess I'm ignorant and I, I wouldn't. Because I'm no. like, oh, orcas are nice. I like orcas. But sharks? It, it's, it's, it's the appearance. I mean, it's fucking massive. It's intelligent and it's got that, that giant white strip that looks like a huge fucking eye but it's intelligent it's, it's like intelligent yeah. and i feel like i could have a conversation with it like can you please not eat me or could you leave me alone hey i like you buddy you and i <laughs> we're both we're both mammals everything's good right yeah. whereas a great white shark, white shark has those dark just oh horrible eyes and those gums when they open up and they bite your ass like glad it's never happened to me are we <laughs> god damn how long is this gonna go the show gonna go on brad it's the intelligent ones i don't mess with chimps orcas stuff like that i get it yeah. yep i agree but it's the dumb ones will bite you just for no reason at all so you got to worry about them too i mean dumb animals will just bite you like bull sharks are notoriously stupid and yeah. they'll bite anything so i i wouldn't be messing with those guys yeah those orcas those orcas going for that great white liver you remember when the guy, he's like, yeah, bull sharks are no issue. And he's like, I'll prove it. And he went into the water and uh, with all this, this mass of bull sharks in Florida and that fucking bull sharks bit his calf off and he almost bled to death. And that was like on the discovery channel. So yeah, don't fuck with the bull uh, Anthony's akin to you, Derek. I stay on land. You don't see a shark flopping down the street. Well, that's kind of funny because there were all those rumors doing during the um, the <laughs> New Orleans. Remember when New Orleans yeah. went underwater? Yeah. yeah. There were like sharks swimming in the streets, apparently, that people were talking about. <laughs> They're like, there are sharks swimming in the streets. Of so it happens when you live below sea level. <laughs> right. And that was in 2004 or three, somewhere around there, whenever the tragedy happened in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's it. Yeah, we could carry that on the whole orca and shark topic, but uh, but yeah, we we're sitting at we're sitting almost an hour and thirty in, guys. Yeah, I we think gotta, we're gonna have to end it here. 
We're going to have to. We love you, though. Thank you for showing up, especially on all the times we give you like 30 minutes to figure it out. We appreciate it. We're going to get better at announcing it like two days before. So you can hit reminder. I will say, barring a national holiday um, or anything like that, we predominantly will be recording or or live streaming every Monday and Thursday. Monday and Thursday. Right about 8.15. 8.15. Unless, you know, unless. Let your Uncle Klaus know. Unless Brett pulls a hammy. Uncle Klaus, yes. Unless yeah, Brett holds a hammy, pulls a hammy, and uh, my intestines... I can't, yeah, I can't sit on a chair and talk with a pulled hammy. I mean, or if my nuts or my intestines fall into my nuts again, my nutsack, yep. and then I'll be in the hospital, and Brett's going to have to do the show on his own. <laughs> That'll be a boring... I'll, I'll, be, I'll, be a half, I'll be a fifth end before we can start, okay, guys? <laughs> Otherwise, it'll be a boring fucking conversation. Dude, you better get some guests coming on. All right. um, Until the next time on the Straight Right Card, make sure you share it, like it. Share it with Uncle Klaus, as Brett said. And we will be back with a show tomorrow as well, um, where we just cover some other stuff. All right. Bye.